And we're back. This is Dub on the Hub. Season 4, episode 38. Thank you very much for listening. Tonight is Monday, October 29th, 2018. And the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me this evening are very happy Sam and Eli. Fellas, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, this is Sam. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, the Red Sox won the World Series. Uh, <clears throat> and my hot take is that uh, you shouldn't troll the Red Sox. Uh, you could say that every team that they beat this year, they're one of their, they're either their best player or one of their best players trolled the Red Sox. Right. Which, and then they never lost it. They never won another game after that, any of those teams. So Aaron Judge and uh, Alex Bregman, and then I think that it probably counts when Yasiel Puig hit the home run in game. And flexed. And then flexed mm-hmm. in game four, right? Or when was that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, he didn't just flex. Like, he danced around the, the base pads, and then they had, like, a celebration when he touched home plate like it was a walk-off. Right. And I, then the Red Sox came back and won. Uh, I never, remember him. Never trailed again. He was kissing right. his biceps going around the third base, right. I think. He was kissing his biceps. He, like, yeah. threw his bat really far away. He yeah. was, like, dancing and jumping up and down. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, that's not, like, beyond the pale for him. Right. It's not like, you know, that's, like, you would expect that. It's not like he was doing anything out of the ordinary. But... I, you could see how it might infuriate the, or the, you could see how it might be taken as trolling, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this is Eli coming at you uh, from Boston, where the the everyone in the entire greater Boston area is sporting um, Red Sox gear to the max, like every single place I went today including uh, the taxi driver who brought home my wife was from head to toe in Boston stuff, which is pretty awesome. Uh, But my hot take in typical Boston sports fandom is that with the Red Sox winning, that starts off uh, the possible trend that only Boston fans can aspire to, which is that all of the sports from Boston area that started in this year are now on the table for winning it all. Ooh, that's a a bold hot take. That's That's true. So we got the Celtics, the Patriots, and the Bruins all recently starting up. And uh, while the Bruins and the Celtics have stuttered a little bit at the beginning, they're always contenders to make, well, as we know, basketball, everyone makes the playoffs, but... Um, so they, they do in hockey, too. Yeah, hockey as well. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's literally a free-for-all. Yeah. Right. It, the, the regular season is trash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. Right. And, and then uh, the Patriots are always, you know, they're always good, so well, here we you- go. You Hot almost day. had Hot it day. in 07, 08. Now, it wasn't all one calendar year. Right. But in 07, 08, and I don't know about hockey, 
The Red Sox won in October '07. Yep. And then the the twelve and or sixteen and 0 Patriots lost that Super Bowl. Yep. And then the Celtics beat the Lakers in the 2008 NBA Finals. So you were one pass play away from having three major sports championships at the same time. Yeah, and we should double check, but it, it was somewhere in there that the Bruins also won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Nobody's really come close to that. L.A. Right. a little bit, but not... I think L.A.'s had two at a time. Um, yeah. Uh, my hot take was my favorite Twitter. Uh, my favorite tweet after the World Series came from the Texas Rangers official Twitter handle simultaneously <laughs> condoling and trolling the Los Angeles Dodgers saying yep. that the support group for back-to-back World Series losers meets on Tuesdays. Dodgers, of course, losing back-to-back to to Houston and Boston. First team to do that since the Texas Rangers in 2010 and 2011, losing back-to-back World Series to the San Francisco Giants and St. Louis Cardinals. Dodgers also, first team since 1936-1937, to lose back-to-back World Series on their home field when the New York Ouch. when the New York Giants lost back-to-back World Series to the Yankees. So you got that going for you, Dodgers. Sorry about that. Yeah, I always feel bad for the Dodgers in some degree. I mean, not really, but in some respect, uh, because. I don't know. It, I, of course, I'm, this is I'm being biased, but you know, it, it like at, at the games in LA, you have all these star-studded, you know, movie stars throughout the stadium, yeah. uh, sitting in probably like you know the most excited, expensive seats. And there's some of that in Boston, but obviously in LA, the city of stars is going to yeah. be more. Rob, but in general, Rob Lowe, I, for some reason, huh? Rob Lowe. I feel like Rob yeah. Lowe is the biggest star in Hollywood for some reason because he's at every game. Pat Sajak was there yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah. Pat Sajak looking, I don't know, creepy old? I don't know, yeah. but like also. Yeah. Pre- real California creepy <laughs> yeah. old man. Yeah, yeah, like heroin creepy old. Yeah, perhaps. It's like way too much time in the tanning booth. Yes, <laughs> exactly. He's got that Donald Trump body spray. Tan in a bottle. Nope. And this sets anyways, but, but either, but um, it seemed a lot quieter there, even when the Dodgers were in it or winning, and the place would clean out with, like, you know, two innings left and they're down by four. Yeah. The place empties out. Okay, and I want... I want to hold on to that thought for a minute, Eli, because I've got a lot of opinions about that, about L.A. sports fandom. But but let me thank our listeners from last week, and then let's de- uh, delve into that, because I okay. think that's a deep dive. Uh, so uh, I want to give a shout-out to everyone who listened last week to our World Series preview. 
So we never did get to do a world episode during the World Series. But thanks to everybody who listened to last week's um, episode. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can listen to us on iTunes. Rate us, review us, share us with your friends. Hit us up on Twitter. Sam and I did some mean trolling of Justin Turner last night. We should talk yeah. about that. The least fuckable man in pro sports. Yeah, he's got that beard. It's weird. <laughs> he should... I don't know, I've got some opinions. I, I realized last night, Sam, we have to go to a Dodgers game sometime soon. Just <laughs> to heckle Justin Turner. Because he can block us on Twitter. He can't block us in reality. It, it occurred to me that probably the best time to actually troll professional baseball players is during the off season. So we should like put oh, yeah. a reminder in our phones to like just give it to Justin Turner real hard sometime in the middle of like you know December. December. Like Merry Christmas, you ugly fucker. When he's, when all he's doing is sitting on his couch in his box. Right, he's got couch. nothing to do except for like fuck around on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why he's getting zero Tinder matches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he definitely Uh, is. Poor Justin Turner. He's the only one who performed with any sort of consistency (laughs) on the Dodgers side in the entire series. Yeah, but have you seen his face? (laughs) You don't don't think that the the with the the firepower, the fire crutch, he's not slaying in a a sport that has got no. No fire head, you know, no redheads. Be women, women love a redhead. That's what you're saying. Or red something. Right, right. He's yeah. got a real chicken face. He looks like chicken, and he's got chicken legs. <laughs> he looks like he probably doesn't shower very often. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably smells bad. It looks I mean, like a. Six, he's got a sweet beard. He's got. Looks like a <laughs> six foot tall leprechaun. Mike yeah. is your treasure, <laughs> Justin Turner. <laughs> He's like Will Ferrell from Elf, only a leprechaun. <laughs> Wait, yeah, get in my pocket, Justin Turner. I know you're magic and can shrink down to three inches tall. It would explain why he was the only one who could hit the ball. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, thanks for everybody who listened last week. Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, Farmer City, Illinois, coming through. Los Angeles, California, Dallas, Texas. Scrolling down a little, Istanbul, Turkey, Plainfield, Illinois, Ankara, Turkey. We're always big in Turkey. I think I unfollowed some of those Turkish bots, though, so we may lose our our loyal followers in Turkey. Damn. Uh, Spring, Texas. I don't know why I go through all the work of following the Turkish sex bots if you're just going to go through and unfollow them. I feel like like we do that a lot, Sam. I go through our follow list and I'm like, why the fuck are we following this person? (laughs) It's to inflate our stats so we can start getting paid for this. Right. (laughs) Um, Bentonville, Arkansas. Bonnie Lake, Washington. Almirante Tamandare, Brazil. Good luck, Brazil. Uh, Salem, Oregon. Frid- Sorry, Brazil. Sorry, Brazil. Um, Fredonia, Kansas. Hail Fredonia. But the one I really wanted to highlight was Turlock, California. Coming in in the top ten, I was like, what the hell? Turlock. Looked it up. Second largest city in Stanislaus County. Um, California, Central California, farm country, 
home of Stanislaus, no, Cal State Stanislaus and the Stanislaus State Warriors, NCAA Division II Intercollegiate University, where they won both the men's and the women's track and field championships in 2018. So, shout out to Turlock. Uh, so that track and field outreach we've been doing. Birthplace of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, we should do we should do some. Well, it was the Olympics, right? But two years ago, never mind. It was the Olympics <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, people <laughs> run all the time now. Right. Not, yeah. In Turlock, California. So. I saw some people running today, and I was like, "That's considered a sport in Interlock." <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see a person running down the street and you're not sure, based on the clothes they're wearing, if they're running for exercise or if they're just running? Like like for their lives? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or to catch a bus or to flee from the cops. Right. Yeah. I, my question is, you ever see somebody who's running down the street and they, like, look happy? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because there's people who are like, oh, yeah, I love running. I love to run. And it's like, bitch, I know you don't because I've never seen anyone smile and run at the same time. Right. Like, it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's almost creepy to even think about someone doing that. Yeah. They're just, like, running. They're like pale but they have like red cheeks you know and they're covered in sweat and they just look miserable yeah you know? yeah there's never good weather to go running either either it's cold and rainy and you're miserable or it's hot and humid and muggy and you're also miserable yeah yeah fuck running unless you're usain bolt that guy looks happy when he runs no not even him he just no. looks angry <laughs> is that the proper emotion like rage I think that's if you want to be fast you have to be angry okay. or terrified you know <laughs> I'm terrified yeah it's like running for vengeance or running for your life and that's like the only that's how you run fast interesting yeah I can dig that I think that, like, the fast runners are probably, like, actors who, like, you know, remember, like, a sad life experience to, like, cry or whatever in right. front of the camera. And runners are just, like, replaying that scene in Indiana Jones where the giant boulder is, like, rolling after them, you know? <laughs> um, so it's, like, the opposite of Peter Pan where have a, ha have a happy thought and you can fly. It's <laughs> have a terrifying thought and right. you can run fast. And the more traumatic, the better. Yeah. Just <clears throat> run. Run from death. Run from your guilt. Just run. Right, exactly. From your family responsibilities. Man, next time I watch one of those marathons in the Olympics, I'm going to have a totally different outlook. Yeah. Because that's like 26 miles of running from your life. Yeah. <laughs> those people are dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got some trauma, those Kenyans and Somalians. Right. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, that's something to think about. Right. Anyway. Anyway, running's not a real sport. Yeah. That's my, that's my right. only point. Yeah, try running to first base. Right. But if you're Manny Machado, you can't. Would right. <laughs> uh, so, Eli, you were talking about L.A. Sportsdom, right? Oh, is Eli still there? Yeah, he's, he's muted. Okay. But so, yes, yeah, yeah, I was talking about <laughs> yeah. LA Sprint fandom. Yeah. Um, and I, after I sort of was lamenting it, and I guess it just like it's a it's a matter of convenience to them or something. It's like yes. they've got so much other shit going on in LA that it's like oh my team sucks. Let's go to the boulevard. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. And the weather is yeah, nice. That's, that's lame as shit. Yeah. There's, the weather is nice. There's other things to do. But I wanted to bring it up because Sunday was the ultimate sports equinox in L.A. On that day in Los Angeles, there was a MLB game, a NFL game, a NBA game, a Major League Soccer game. Damn. And one other game I'm forgetting. Uh, oh, a hockey game. Hockey, soccer, NFL, NBA, and MLB all had games the same night in L.A. Wow. And So I, maybe some people were leaving the ball club ball, ballpark to go catch an L.A. Kings game or something? Right. <laughs> well, the Kings won. Okay, because I was about to say they might have lost every game, but no, they didn't. They lost. The Rams beat the Packers. Their soccer team lost. The Dodgers lost. Uh, I don't know about the Clippers. And uh, the Clippers won. So they went 3-2. and two. But with so much That's going good, on... Except for like the only one that mattered, they lost. Yeah. yeah. But I watched the Rams-Packers game. And the Rams are 7-0. and The LA Rams are undefeated. And that stadium was mostly Green Bay Packers fans. Yeah, and you watched Game Five of the World Series. I don't think it was mostly Red Sox fans, but there were a whole hell of a lot of Red Sox fans there. Yeah, there were a lot. <laughs> the um, what was crazy about that Packers game is that when the Green Bay Packers were on defense and the Rams were going for like a third and short or maybe a fourth and short, the defensive linemen, uh, tight or D linemen. What are they called? Defensive end uh-huh. for the Green Bay Packers. Matthews, you know, the one yeah. who looks like Thor. Yeah. Um, he, like, started doing that thing where he raised get the crowd up to yeah. get the crowd going. Yeah. And, yeah. and they responded, which yeah. is a really embarrassing thing yeah. that happened <laughs> yeah. in, in your home arena. Right. There were a couple of times I saw the Green Bay bench doing that also. That's, that's like, downright offensive. <laughs> Like, I'd be mad if I were a player on the L.A. Rams just then. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's embarrassing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, boys, I'm sorry to have to do this to you, but I'm going to have to sign off here. Okay. Uh, but I'm sure that you two can finish out the podcast strong. All right. And uh, one more salute to the Red Sox. Yeah. And uh, Shout it out, Let's man. go. Yeah. On to, on to the offseason. On to the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> so long, guys. Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Um.
So here was my plan, Sam, and tell me if, if you want to do something different. I was going to look at the World Series player by player. Okay. And kind of do a little analysis that way because there were a lot of interesting story arcs. At least just don't look at Justin Turner unless you want to lose your erection. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, we'll get to <laughs> Justin Turner. <laughs> Uh, sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's start with MVP Steve Pierce. He had yeah. a couple of big home runs. Yeah. And along with JBJ, so JBJ was ALCS MVP. Steve mm-hmm. Pierce was World Series MVP. These uh-huh. are guys producing from the bottom of the lineup. Right. I was never going to guess Steve Pierce. Well, I didn't know much MVP. about Steve Pierce. He didn't get a whole lot of playing time in the regular season, except for, I guess, down the stretch because Mitch Moreland was hurt a little bit. But he was like our, like a utility guy slash pinch hitter, I think, was yeah. the idea. And he's a bit of a journeyman. Right. Also. And I don't think he expected to be the MVP. He's, right. He's 35. He's he grew up a Red Sox fan. Yeah. And kind of like never, I guess, <clears throat> I read a little bit, a little article about him that said he never kind of reached his potential because he has all the tools, but his career has just kind of always been plagued by injuries slash being a uh, pirate. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he never kind of got any sort of kind of bedrock, uh, you know, notoriety as the quality player that he is because he's never been able to land a multi-year deal basically oh that's an interesting point um and he funny thing about him side note is he was a groomsman in andrew mccutcheon's wedding oh that is interesting so because they came up through the minors together in the pirates organization and so all through the world series andrew mccutcheon's been on twitter tweeting like Oh, it's my boy Steve Pierce. And the other day, I saw this uh, this tweet where he's like, "I don't understand all of you crowding up my inbox with comments about Steve Pierce. It's not like he wasn't in my wedding or anything." <laughs> so, I guess the Yankees fans who like are so stupid that they just assume that because Andrew McCutcheon came over at the trade deadline that he automatically hates everything that has right. to do with the Red Sox. Right. Because they don't understand, like, business, anything that exists yeah. outside of their, like, empty heads, Tiny you know? brains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, well, what the fuck, dude? Like, why are you rooting for uh, the Red Sox? <laughs> I, one thing I saw in Andrew McCutcheon's Twitter feed, because we talked about his That he sad, has one million followers? Yeah, he's got a lot of followers. And he has a, a million, great... A sol- uh, Cool million. He's good at Twitter. He's, yeah. He had this thing where it was, uh, tweet me your best Andrew McCutcheon gif. So tweet me your best me gif. And I think the prize was Andrew McCutcheon jerseys or something. He was going to pick four that were Andrew McCutcheon jerseys. First of all, three out of the four that he picked were him as a Pittsburgh Pirate, which makes right. sense because there's way more. But he clearly associates more with Pittsburgh than the Yankees. Right. And well, he's only with the Yankees for half a season. Right. But, 
But Steve Pierce has only been with the Red Sox for half a season, but he's played for basically every team. Right. Right. But my thing about McCutcheon was the winning gif was a gif of him tripping and eating shit in the outfield trying to catch a fly ball. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he picked that one. That was basically a blooper of him just, like, looking like an idiot trying to catch a a fly ball. I don't know. That tells me a lot about Andrew McCutcheon. I know he's a Yankee, but I like like him a lot. Um, I'm glad that he's happy for Steve Pierce. So here's my question about Steve Pierce. Okay. When you win the AL MVP, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the World Series, World Series MVP. MVP, they give you that big-ass trophy, and they give you a truck. Right. I've always won, and other awards do that, too, and it's a... a the Super Bowl MVP is also a truck. Yeah. It looks like a pretty nice truck. Yeah, it's a nice truck. It's... So that's a weird prize, I feel like, especially if you make $4.5 million a year. I mean, a truck is a truck. I don't know. They should give I them, like, they, uh, a golden I, sword or something. Something rare. Well, it's just, it's sponsored by Chevrolet. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. You know? And it's like, they probably give you a truck and, like, a contract to make a commercial or something you know what i mean your new truck or something so it probably ends up you got a free truck and like some money yeah that would be worthwhile if so right. if i won a prize whatever say i won on wheel of fortune with pat sajak and his weird orange right. skin weird and, skin yeah. yeah and i won that a truck i i would sell the truck you wouldn't keep the truck i wouldn't keep the truck well, I, especially not if you lived in la yeah, that's a good point. I don't you think... probably get like I don't know crude oil thrown on your truck by a bunch of vegans or well, something. What the too. fuck am I gonna do with a big ass truck? You need to keep it somewhere. I don't have a garage. Yeah, but if you were making four point five mil a year, you probably <laughs> would. You know? Oh, I see what you did there. I just thought the truck was a weird thing. The Here truck's the a little bit of a weird gift. I it's, I mean, a weird prize. It yeah. is. I mean, it's a pretty nice truck, you know. Right, right. It's probably got all the bells and whistles. But also, also like blood red. That's, yeah, that was that's cool. Like, that's like a bold assumption. It's like, oh, here's your prize. You have, <laughs> by the way, you have to pay taxes on it, that's and true. you don't get to choose the color either. It's right. like, <laughs> you don't like this, like really, like cop like magnet red well you're gonna have to pay to get it painted as well you know and gas gas is expensive now i gotta pay insurance i mean insurance is a lot on this truck yeah like god damn it you just gave me more give me an xbox right although i just fucking won the world series like i don't really give a shit about this truck right now right but the trophy you probably like yeah the trophy's cool i like the trophy right he probably like got back to his locker and picked up his cell phone and was like, "Oh, hey, Steve, you help me move next week." <laughs> for two hundred and fifty people. Yeah, from like all of his friends <laughs> yeah. are like moving because he got this sweet new truck. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, good for him. He hit so him. the question is: is if the the LA won, then they would have gotten a blue truck, probably. Oh, right? I bet you right. 
So does it the do they have two trucks? They must have two what trucks. To the blue truck. Do they send it to like a third world country <laughs> as some sort of relief? <laughs> Filled like with those movie. LA Dodgers 2018 World Series champion. <laughs> with all of the exactly. <laughs> with all of the hats that yeah. say Dodgers win the World Series. <laughs> I want to go to that country or town where everybody right. just wears those shirts. Like incorrect shirts, yeah. And then, and then, like later in life, there's in a slumdog millionaire scenario, yeah. and like the, they get the question wrong because it's like, <laughs> who won the 1989 Super Bowl? And they're like, oh, I got this. I used to have this T-shirt. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be such a sad story. Sad story. Yeah. That actually would have been a better way for that yeah, movie to end. Yeah, I think you're right. That, that would have been a great way. That's a weird movie. That was a weird movie. Yeah. Um, next guy I want to talk about. Um, my boy. <laughs> Moving on. Steve Moving Pierce, on. congratulations. Congrats. On your MVP yeah. win. Yeah. Good luck in free agency. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's going, go back to Toronto. Like, good job. He'll probably get a job somewhere. He'll probably get but a job. But not with Boston. He's, he gets his privacy. squeeze a three-year contract out of yeah. somebody after yeah. that, you know? He's 35. He's... Two-year two year contract? Yeah. With Kansas City. It'd be nice if he stayed with the Red Sox. He's you know, always going to have that truck to remember his right. great season. Right, until the bank forecloses on it because he couldn't keep up with his like tax payments on it. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> ten years from now, that truck's gonna get repoed. Right. <laughs> um, my boy David Garbage Time Price. How about that movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, if that nickname wasn't so damn good, we'd have to change it. I know. No, we gotta stick with it. I know. Garbage Time is his. Garbage time, it's time to shine. That's that's my motto right now. And as yeah, soon... Garbage is sitting in the sun right now. <laughs> stinking. Because it's full of chicken bones. It smells nasty. Full of raccoons. <laughs> Possums. It's disgusting. Why, why is there a garbage strike? Um, as soon as Cora announced that David Price was going to be the starter in Game 5 against Kershaw... I was like, hell yes, he's doing it again. Right. David Price is the first pitcher to win back-to-back series-clenching wins against back-to-back Cy Young winners. Right. And, and, That's cool. Yeah, and he kicked Kershaw's ass. Yeah, he really, really outpitched Kershaw. Yeah, that was impressive. And it's funny because after that first inning... <laughs> No. It really looked like it was going to be a completely different kind of game, you know? I tweeted after the Red Sox took a 2 nothing lead in the top of the first, uh, uh, Price greater than Kershaw. Question mark or no? No, no, just straight up. Uh-huh. And then the first pitch that Price threw was a home run. I was like, ooh, maybe I spoke too soon. And then around the fifth or the sixth inning, I was like, nope, never mind. That tweet's gold. Right, back at it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, after that first home run, uh, the Dodgers barely threatened ever again. And David Price shut him down. And then did you see his post-game conference? Yeah, I really like that. They're like, 
what does uh, what does being a good teammate mean to you? And then he breaks down for like 30 seconds, and then he's like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he always looks like he's about to cry on the mound also. I don't hold that against him, but every close-up of his face on the mound, I'm like, is he about to cry? He really yeah. looks like he's about to cry. It looks he does. He looks like his dog died. Right, like he got the news that his dog has died right before every single start. Right. But did you see his whole thing about um, I I hold all the cards now? Yeah, that was great. That was like yeah. two middle fingers up to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, myself included. Right, but. <clears throat> We still uh, gotta call him Garbage Time, though. His nickname's still Garbage Time, and he still <laughs> probably is not worth two hundred seventeen million dollars. Right. <laughs> you know, although I guess you can't really put a price on like a postseason performance like that. Like right. maybe that's what they paid him two hundred seventeen million dollars, and like maybe it was a good investment just for that. Two wins. He never does awesome. anything yeah. again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not sure how you monetize that, but right. That's curious. Is he signed through next year? When is he signed through? He's signed through like 2025 or some stupid oh, he's shit. He's not young either. Nah. No. Well, he got this one. Yeah. And he beat a beat. That was great. Yep. He played so well. Yeah. And, you know, it was really great like because he got hammered in his first two starts. Yeah. He got shellacked not only on the field but off the field and he really pulled it through after that you know what i mean well his only loss was to the yankees correct in this postseason right but he left with he left behind after like four innings in the championship series against the astros in his first start that's true and they ended <laughs> up winning no that was the game they lost right was that game two yeah no they won that game that was the first game he started that his team actually won. And then right. he won. He got wins in his next three right. starts. But he didn't get the win in that game one start because they had to make a comeback. Uh, game right. two. They well, lost game one. Sale lost. Five innings. Right. Okay. 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 Because, yeah, I remember that. The Red Sox won that game. but Right. That was game two. Yeah. So, but, yeah, no, I may get a David Price jersey and just, like, spray paint. Garbage time Garbage over it. <laughs> we got to make this happen. That's the best nickname. One of our greatest nicknames. We've got a lot of good ones. <laughs> Next guy I want to talk about was Kershaw. Because okay. here's my hot take. Kershaw's past his prize. Yeah, I mean, so is David Price. Yeah. I, I feel like pitchers like Kershaw and David Price have legitimate second acts you know what i mean because mm. like it it's like they don't have to throw 100 miles an hour uh you know they they have to it's like gr the great pitchers who pitch you know the nolan ryans don't yeah. have the 100 mile an hour fastball at the end of their career they're yeah. still winning games because they've learned how to be effective without oh, being overpowering well and that's exactly what i was reading about earlier today Kershaw's top fastball in the series was 92 miles an hour. Uh -huh. So there was not enough uh, variation between his fastballs and his off-speed pitches, which let the Red Sox get on top of him. He went 0-2. Right. 
He pitched better in game one against Sale. I feel like he did. I don't think so. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't make it out of the fifth inning, I don't think. And and the Red Sox got to him in this one. Maybe he needs to learn <coughs> how to be the wily veteran, how to use those sliders and off-speed uh, No, he pitched really well against Milwaukee, didn't he? He won. I think that, I mean... He had I, one bad start before this series. I forget which one it was. And then he, I think he, he had, had one good, He had one start where he pitched yeah. like eight scoreless innings yeah. and gave up two hits or yeah. some shit. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a great pitcher. I just oh, think sure. that, like... I mean, also, here's the thing that, you know, it's like, oh, Clayton Kershaw, like, can't perform in the postseason or he's, like, past his prime or whatever. It's also, like, you know, the Red Sox hit everybody. They, yes. like, brutally yes. beat down every single team they played in the postseason and in the regular season. You yes. know what I mean? They, they are, they're like one of the greatest. They were the best offense in the major leagues this year, and possibly one of the best offenses of all time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. You could be the best pitcher in the world; they'll still get to you. You know, one hundred and eight wins, seven and one on the road in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, what is that? Eleven and three against the Yankees, Astros, and Dodgers, which is two hundred team wins. And a ninety-three team win, a ninety-three yeah. win team. Yeah, that's pretty and the impressive. Best team in the National League, and the best team in the National League. So yeah, uh, so if you're the Dodgers, uh, I forget. So Kershaw's got a few days to decide if he's going to opt into his contract or not. Is that correct? I think tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah. So it's his choice. It's up to him. It's not up to it's the Dodgers. It's not up to the Dodgers. What do you and think? So if you are Kershaw, what do you do? Yeah. Because I think that he has three years for, like, or two years left on his contract for, like, $65 million. That's a lot of money. Right. Yeah. But then you don't have any guarantee after that. So, do you, like, go into free agency, see if you can get another five-year deal? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not that old, right? He's 31. Right. He's younger than Blue Younger than Verlander, younger than David Price, probably. Yeah. My question is, how competitive are the L.A. Dodgers going to be in the next two years? Because if I'm Clayton Koshaw, at this point in my career, my goal is win a World Series. you got Cy Youngs, you're a millionaire, you've MVPs. got pennants, MVPs. The only thing you haven't done is won a World Series. Right is staying with the L.A. Dodgers back-to-back NL champs, which is saying something. Is that your best shot at winning a World Series? I don't know. You should go play for Milwaukee. Yeah, you should go play for Milwaukee, or you should go to, like, uh, the Yankees. That's, they'll, yeah. they'll give them a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, they'll just drive a fucking blue Chevy truck filled with... $100 build up to his house, dumping yeah. on him. Just a blue Chevy <laughs> full of money. Like, crash it right into his swimming pool in his L.A. home. Have you seen that episode in Lethal Weapon 2 when they do that to Danny Glover's house? The bad guys yeah. just drive a truck through his front door and then he kills him with a staple gun. Nail gun, I mean. 
That's what I'm, the Yankees are going to do to Clayton Kershaw's house. <laughs> I'm basically calling the Yankees a bunch of South African terrorists. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> what a weird country to pick as the bad guys. I know, right? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I guess they're like, you know, everyone's picking Russia or the Nazis yeah. or like, what are we, let's just, let's just throw a curveball in here. What's our hook? <laughs> The bad guy's a South African diplomat <laughs> <laughs> who lives in L.A. for some reason. I love that movie. I mean, the first one's better. I like Lethal Weapon 2. It's dark. Like, Lethal yeah. Weapon 1 is darker. Yeah, Lethal Weapon 1 is Weapon way 1 darker. has the whole, like, suicide. And uh, PTSD and torture. PTSD and, like, that guy... What is his name? Riggs? Yeah. Riggs is uh, Motor. Riggs and Motor. Which one's which? Motor's De uh, Mel Gibson, I thought. Was Riggs. Yeah, Murtaugh. Motor's Mel Gibson. You know, he like, goes to bed with a gun in his mouth every night. Yeah. The first. Yeah. 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 That's some, like, serious shit. Oh, yeah. We should have a whole podcast about 1980s action films. Because right. they all follow this trend where the first one is hardcore and dark as shit, yeah. but then they get to the fourth or the fifth one, and they're hanging out with Danny DeVito. Yeah, and, and Chris Pesci. Rock is there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> like, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Beverly Hills Cop, even? Yeah, yeah. They all start off really cool and gritty, and then it's like, oh, we're just cool guys hanging out with Chris Rock. Joe fucking Pesci. Although I uh, guess he's in Lethal Weapon too, which I was just saying good things about. Garbage time. That's what that movie should be called. <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2. Garbage, Garbage time. time. <laughs> um, okay, next next players. Betts and JD. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, everyone was kind of expecting them to... I don't know. People thought that they kind of underperformed, yeah. and I feel like that's not true. I feel like Mookie Betts, his average was down um, from the regular season, but other than that, I feel like he stole bases. He scored a lot of runs. He scored yeah. a lot of. He scored like a run a game on average, yeah. I think. Um, hold on, I was looking at the stats yeah, look, earlier. Look that up. My so thing Mookie about Betts, Betts was fourteen games. Mookie Betts scored thirteen runs. Over the course of 14, over the whole playoffs. Whole playoffs. Yeah. He had 13 hits, four doubles, a home run, yeah. four RBIs, seven walks, a stolen base. Yep. Um, and his average o on-base percentage and slugging and OPS were way down from the regular season. Right. Small but, sample size, higher competition. Much higher, yeah, better pitching. Mm -hmm. uh, but the point is, like, he was getting across the, you know. Yeah. Um, J.D. Martinez led the team in RBIs in the playoffs. Hmm. In 14 I would not have games, guessed that. That's interesting. 14 RBIs in 14 games. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he walked 10 times. He batted 300. In a 923 OPS. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah. He he had a good postseason. Like, he had a solid postseason. I just feel like what happened is that neither of those guys really came through in the clutch. Yeah. There were other people who were coming through kind of when the chips were all on the table. Yeah. Uh, I know that Mookie Betts struck out a couple times with, like, runners in scoring position. I remember that happening. Um, So, but, you know, I feel like... I don't feel like it's fair to say they didn't Clayton Kershaw, you know what I mean? Sure. They they didn't blow any game. Well, I mean, they didn't lose very many games. So right. They didn't blow any games, right. you know. I mean, the Red Sox still won a series four to one with their two best players, air quote, playing underwhelming. Right. Well, but also I, I mean. <clears throat> JD was a liability in the field. <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk about that. I want to talk about that. That was, I was like, oh, he just let that fly ball fall right behind him, and the, you know, they were like, oh, it's really tricky. It's dusk right now. That right. happens. Mookie Betts makes that catch. Mookie, though. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it just, JD looks dumb. He was like, uh, right. uh, uh. No. In his defense, he only played like what right. thirty games in the field this right. season, or something like that. You right. know, it's not. But but it got a Dodger runner, and I forget who it was, to third base with one out, and they couldn't score. That was right. impressive. Score. And now it's on David Price. David Price yeah. didn't. That that would be where a hater of David Price would expect him to do something stupid after that. After right. what should have been an out. Turns into a triple, right? But then I think he gets a strikeout and a ground out, and the game and the innings over. No, there were no one. No one was out. Oh no! I thought there was one out. Was there nobody I, out? I, I thought there was nobody out. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, yeah. Um, but Mookie Betts had some amazing defensive yes. plays in the postseason. Yes. Yeah. So he, I mean, <clears throat> you can't say they didn't contribute. They they right. both definitely aggressively contributed. And then there was that one, also one game where Mookie walked, a lot. and that like deked the pitcher so much that he threw three wild pitches, and Mookie Betts scored. Yeah. You remember that? And they intentionally walked Mookie Betts a lot, which right is impressive. I mean, yeah, he's the AL MVP, but still in the postseason, I, <coughs> I gotta I gotta do my research on this. I hate intentional walks. I think. People use them way too often, and they usually bite you in the ass when you walk someone intentionally. I see the strategy, but I hate it. Um, but the other thing is, Moogie Betts and the entire Boston Red Sox outfield, you knew they were good, but in the tightened chamber of the postseason, I think the difference between the Boston Red Sox outfielders not named J.D. Martinez, and the other teams they played made a big difference. Right, the difference was that the Boston outfield was so much fucking better Faster, than anybody yeah. else's yeah. outfield. Yeah. Not named J.D. Martinez. Not, not named J.D. Martinez. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, But, goddamn, I felt good for Mookie Betts when he did hit that solo home run Right. Last night. I mean, in the end, it didn't really matter. But at the time, you were like, oh, fuck yeah. Now it's 4-1. Will insurance run there for Mookie Best. And you could just tell it made him feel better, too. Right. 
Um, we got about 12 minutes left. Psychopath Chris Sale, Chris the Slender Man Sale, barking at his, <laughs> barking at his teammates in the dugout. Yeah, like getting it. a belly button ring infection, having to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was my thing. In that was game four, where the Red Sox made the comeback. They were down four nothing after Puig's home run. And then came back the next inning behind Steve Pierce, made it 4-3. And that's when Chris Sale, who wasn't even playing, was in, I just love the visual, he is yelling at people, cussing yeah. them out. And everyone's kind of doing that thing with, like, don't look at the crazy guy on the corner. Yeah, don't yeah, look yeah, at exactly. the crazy guy in the corner. Like, just to wait for the next stop and yeah. get on a different car of the subway, because... <laughs> This guy is not going to, engaging him is not going to do anything good for anybody. <laughs> uh, but that made me like Chris Sale quite a bit more. And then did you see, well, you should talk about his winning, winning the game five. Ninth yeah, eight. something that was pretty, he struck out the side. Mm -hmm. And before that, Joe Kelly struck out the side. We should talk about him real quick if we yeah, can get to do it. it. Yeah. Maybe just the Boston bullpen in general, but whatever. Mm -hmm. He struck out the side in the ninth, and that last strikeout was incredible because he, that, guy, that, that slider was, was so nasty yes. that Manny Machado, arguably the best hitter on the L.A. Dodgers, swang and missed and fell down. Yeah. Like a little <laughs> bitch. Almost did a little is. spinny into the ground like a Warner Brothers cartoon. Right. Yeah, um, yeah it was very cartoonish how he swung and missed at that. Um, <laughs> but anyway... What was I going to say? Oh, David Ortiz, who's not like the hardest hitting journalist right. uh, on the, you know, I love him to death, but he's got some work to do before he's like getting the big scoops. But something that he said that I thought was interesting and kind of cool is that like Chris Sale was on the mound the first pitch of the, the season and the last pitch of the season because mm -hmm. he closed out the last game of the World Series and he started the first game of the season. I thought That's that cool. was pretty cool. That is cool. He also got the first and the last out of the World Series, which right. uh, is rare. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. My thing, okay, I'm going to say something terrible. Cool. Alex Rodriguez did something I thought was funny and not oh, in the last... Not, not in a laughing at A-Rod kind of thing. Chris Sale was getting interviewed after the Red Sox won the series by the Fox guys. So it was, it was Ortiz and Chris Sale and uh, uh, Big Hurt, Frank Big Thomas. Hurt, Frank Thomas? Yeah. Who was the first one that Chris Sale said hi to also? Did you right. notice that? Yeah, yeah. And they talked about, oh, I miss you in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. But so the White Sox to OGs together. Exactly. Did they play together? No. No, Frank Thomas was gone before Chris Sale got there. Um, but the funny thing, so Chris Sale had his two kids, which is like the thing now, right? You bring your kids with you to your guess, championship yeah. thing. And they were squirming around. Wait, does he only have two kids? I think he's got more than two kids. He only had two kids yeah. in his hand. In his big right, because he said my oldest arms. son and my youngest son. Yeah, which I thought implied that maybe there was a third. Son I hated middle son that he does that, not. That, 
<laughs> he does not take on national like television. Still at home in the padded room. Exactly. In the attic eating fish heads. <laughs> exactly. Wait, nobody asked Chris Dale about the middle child. Um, so he's got his, his two beloved children um, in his arms, and they were squirming around, and he can't like hold them and the microphone. Right. So first, the good thing is David Ortiz just holds his microphone up for Chris Sale, which I thought was cool. Right here, just, I'm not going to talk, you talk. And then Alex Rodriguez just kind of starts, like, high-fiving the little kid over and over and over again. Just to, like, that's what you do. Like, if you're on an airplane and some poor parent has a little kid who's squirming around and not behaving, you just start, like, making eyes at it and playing with it just so the parent can do their fucking job. I don't know. Maybe feel kind of like, oh, A-Rod is still a, a terrible pedophile? person. <laughs> A-Rod's possibly a pedophile. Because that's what it makes me think of. Like, that's exactly the thought I had. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, this is the end of Joel trying to be nice about Alex Rodriguez. Or anyone who has ever played for the New York Yankees. Anyway, but Chris Sale, great baseball player, scary guy. I like him a lot. Bullpen, we got seven minutes. Oh, the Red Sox bullpen was kind of thought to be their Achilles heel and of the playoffs, and they were fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, with the exception of Craig Kimbrell, he wasn't bad. He just needed to make it interesting each time. Right. Well, he never blew a save, he that's for sure. But he gave up a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's the only one in that bullpen who gave up runs. Right. You know Joe what I mean? Joe Kelly, Brazier, who I right. did not know that Brazier, I thought his name was Frazier, and he was on that sitcom in Seattle. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Um, and then who's your, oh, they didn't play Workman much, did they? I don't think he was on the World Series. I think he was only on, like, maybe the Championship Series roster. Right. I can't remember. Well, they had those starters coming out of the bullpen a lot. So yeah. when you're giving credit to the bullpen, you're giving credit to a lot of innings by Porcello. Well, it's that Joe Kelly had a real up-and-down season, uh-huh. as did Matt Barnes. Oh, Matt Barnes. Right. He was uh-huh. the other one. Matt Barnes was a little more consistent, but Joe Kelly, Kelly was really inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was an outstanding. And yeah. um, who else? Matt Barnes. Uh, Barnes, Brazier, Ke- Kelly, Kimball. Right. That was kind of the, the lineup. In the some combination, yeah. And right, then you the, the starters who yeah. came out of the, like, you know, uh, Rick Porcello in the championship and division series, and then Evaldi in the, like, seven scoreless innings before he, like, grooved one. Possibly Alex Cora was like, let's just go home, groove one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you don't say that during the World Series. Probably but. not, but yeah. In that 18-inning game, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Evaldi played really well. Um, yeah. No, it's... No, straight up that. Craig Kimball at least made it. Did you see Craig Kimball's dad? No. Does he look just like him? He looks. They look like ZZ Top together. Oh, nice. Or like, yeah. 
I saw Chris Sale's parents, uh-huh. who both look exactly like him, oh, except God. for they're like so much shorter than he is. Oh, that's weird. Like, I have no idea where he can't, his height came from, but he's very clearly his parents' child. Just like for, it's like they took, and they're both kind of like wide people. Uh-huh. So it's like they took their child and stretched them on like a medieval torture oh, rack. Like as the a Willy child. Wonka thing. They, that's a Willy Wonka thing where you turn the child. Willy the, Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or the very end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where the bad guy yeah. gets squished by the steamroller, and then you know uh, yeah, he's been yeah. a cartoon the whole time. Right. That's who Chris Sale is. The bad guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> the bad guy. Uh, uh, what was his name? Judge... No, not Judge Doom. Anyway. Shit, this is going to bug me. Played by Christopher <laughs> Lee. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's a great. If you want to understand L.A., you need to watch Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. Yeah, it's all about L.A. Dismantling the public transportation system to build a freeway. I uh, so before just are we gonna do any more players? Because I had one thing I wanted to add to the L.A. fan like conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to talk about Machado, bad guy? Oh, (laughs) that guy. They got to get him off the baseball diamond. He's a liability. Yeah, that was interesting. And that was an interesting thing because he stepped on Steve Pierce's foot. It wasn't, among others. And he hit the Red Sox catchers with his bat over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's something you don't do on accident. Yeah. Yeah, people need to talk about Machado. And and folks... Folks Dustin Froy has basically never played since Machado kicked him in the knee. Yeah, you know, folks have said that Machado probably him. lost himself so hundred like up to a hundred million dollars this postseason, which I'm skeptical of because he wins. He's a liability and he's also very good at baseball. Right. So he's going to find a job. It'll just be interesting where and for how much. Right. I really, really hope it's not with the Chicago White Sox. It's not with the Chicago Red Sox. I mean, Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be tough to, to root for that guy. And our left side of the infield is pretty tied up, I think. Yeah. So, that's good. Who else did you... Um, okay, LA fandom, or was there another player you wanted to talk about? Other than how ugly Justin Turner is. Because I feel like we haven't I mean, talked about that That speaks either. for itself. Yeah. Like, you just <laughs> Google image search Justin Turner face. <laughs> And we'll get there. He's like the bad guy in the Muppet movie. Yeah. Yeah. The, or the big guy who crashes through the screen. Right. He looks like a Muppet Sweetens. that Jim Henson made after he got dementia. <laughs> yeah. He looks like one of the Muppets, but not the good Muppets. One of the Muppets from, like, Crystal, the Dark Crystal Labyrinth. Right, like yeah. Like, the ones to take their heads off and throw them at you. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He looks like a Muppet that Tim Burton designed. Yeah, he looks like a Muppet that Salvador Dali designed on acid. Yeah. He looks like a Muppet that Salvador Dali designed and then somebody without any hands sewed together. <laughs> uh, oh, man, we have got to go to a Dodgers game. <laughs> what does he play? Third base? He plays third base, right? Third yeah. base. <laughs> we got to go to a Dodgers game and sit behind third base. <laughs> Those will be expensive seats, but I think we can pull it off. Let's do it. 
Um, L.A. fandom, and then let's wrap it up. Okay. I just, you know, I was on Twitter after game four, mm-hmm. and there was just a bunch of L.A. fans on there talking about how the, how the World Series was over. And I, that struck me as, like, a real New York Yankees fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Except without the... Bitterness or something? I don't know if bitterness is even no, it was right pretty word. bitter. I was yeah. seeing a lot of bitterness. Because the Yankees, I mean, they give up easy, but Yankee fans are more demented and committed than any L.A. fan is. Right. Like, an L.A. fan will be like, oh, we lost. Okay, bye. Yankee well, fans are gonna. I was seeing some pretty bitter. They were like, "You got to fire Dave Roberts. Like, don't bring that guy oh, back." Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe. I, yeah, I Dave. He got you to the World Series twice. That's right. pretty good. Yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, he he rallied your the Red team. Sox were clearly the better team uh-huh. through the playoffs. It seemed I thought. Yeah. I'm biased. You can tell sure. me if I'm I know wrong. You, no, it, I know. No, you're like not. No, you're not wrong. The, the results yeah. speak for themselves. They they beat the Yankees three out of four. They beat Houston four out of five. They beat the Dodgers four four out of five. Right. None of those series went the distance. And even though, even though a lot of those games were wicked close, a lot of those games were blowouts. Well, and a lot of them like were not as close as the score. Uh, like what? Well, like the game I went to, the Red Sox were, I think, oh, ended yeah. up winning 4-3, and they were up 4-1 until the ninth inning. Yeah. And Craig Kimbrell gave up two runs. So, A, it wasn't as close as the end result, but it never felt that close. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that was the last time we talked about fans giving up, because that's when the Yankee fans were giving up down three in the first half of the game. I forget which inning. Right. Yeah. you gotta, you got to root for your team. You know, right? Especially if you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on tickets, like stay for the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there going to be a party in Boston? I mean, I'm assuming there will be, but damn, tomorrow, I think, or Wednesday. They were showing shots uh, after the game of Fenway, and I was like, it looks kind of quiet. Boston fans are like, ho hum. Well, let's right. Patriots play tomorrow. Yeah, talk to me when. Talk to me when the Patriots and the Bruins and the Celtics all and the Revolution all win their championship. And the Revolution. <laughs> um, I mean, damn, dude. Okay, we should wrap this up, but we could have another podcast just about the World Series. It will be another week, but we haven't talked about the games themselves. The eighteen inning game, the. We talked a little bit about the Red Sox comeback in Game 4. Well, we also haven't gone through all the players in the World Series yet. Right. Well, eh, we talked about the ones I had something to say about. We didn't talk about... What about Puig? That's your boy. Oh, yeah. We didn't. Really, we mentioned Puig. We do a whole, we do a whole podcast. I, yeah. Stuff. I still love Puig. I, I, I see a point that maybe he is, is peacocking around the bases... Set Boston off. Didn't a different Dodger post on Instagram, though? I don't know. I think he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. I I have no idea how much baseball players take that shit. 
and react to it. I think it pissed Chris Sale off. I bet Chris Sale was willing to get some scissors and start cutting up some Josies watching Queen right. go out the bases. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't have any problem with the, the like, home run trot, you know? What? And, and the flexing and whatever. I don't, you know, he's a weird dude. But, yeah. <laughs> like, the entire team, like, came out of the dugout and were, yeah. like, throwing their hats in the air. Yeah. And, like, he threw his helmet up in the air when he got in. Like, they jumped around like they had just won the game. And then the announcers started talking yeah, about how they had they just, just won, won the, the game. game. Yes. And it was, like, the fifth inning, and I was like, man, these yes. guys are all going to feel very foolish. Yes. Let me put it this way, and I have no idea if there's any evidence to back this up. I don't think it lit a fire under the Red Sox players as much as they knew it was a long game. Because, and this gets back to that game three, the 18-inning game that the Dodgers won. The narrative coming out of that was, oh, the tide is turning the Dodgers got the the gritty, the Justin gritty Tono win out of this game, and the other narrative coming out of that game was that somehow Alex Cora misplayed the his bullpen when right. really it was Dave Roberts. Really, right. Boston came out of that game even though they lost. Their their pitchers were in better condition than LA's pitchers. So then, right. because the Dodgers win that eighteen inning marathon. And then go up for nothing at home with the crowd going wild. That's why all those idiots were like, "Oh, here come the Dodgers! We got because if they win this, we're in a two-two tie, brand new series." Right. And that didn't happen. Then Boston's like, "No, we're the best offensive team, one through nine, or one through eight when we're in LA." Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's. Let's shut this down, but we got a lot more to talk about. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Uh, what did we forgot? Any last words? God, we need to troll Justin Turner super Yeah, hard. we just got to remember to stay on our Twitter game in the offseason because I yeah. feel like we'll get better results trolling baseball Major players, League baseball yeah. players in the offseason because they probably aren't getting as mentioned as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Justin Turner probably won't see all of my tweets at him because it was right. during the I'm wondering but, if we're blocked yet. Right. Yeah. Merry Christmas at whatever his Twitter handle is. You yeah. ugly fucker. Mass you know? That, he'll get that he'll one. He'll get that one. That he'll zing! That one. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got we got to step our game up, though. We got to get real clever. I've got some good ones. Uh, you're like the fourth most famous turner I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know Ted Turner. Ted Turner was a real man. How right. about Evan Turner? He can shoot a basketball. I gotta get real. I gotta get drunk. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Ike Turner. He Ike Turner. he's not even a nice person. I would rank him above you. Nat King Cole Turner. I don't know if that's two people or not. Yes, it is. King yeah. Cole Turner. Yeah, I think yeah, I, that's I that's know. not real. We'll, we'll polish we'll it up. We'll look at this. We'll look at this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Patriots at Bills. I'm not gonna watch that fucking game. Uh, yeah, just started, right? Yeah, that's that's gonna be gross. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Um, so 
usually this is the end of the... It, I'm going to go a few minutes more. This has been an awesome season. Awesome season on Dump on the Ump. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Usually we've gone black. Like, like stop broadcasting around the DS because we suck at podcasting. Right. And then we'll, like, start again in, like, January. No, we'll start again, like, around Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, well, usually we come back and do a Super Bowl episode. We do, like, a New Year's episode. I feel like last year we went straight through the year entirely. Right, right. Well, I think we should try to do that. I wasn't out of town for a long time. Yeah. So, and I'll be traveling Thanksgiving and Christmas, but, you know, I'll have a phone. Um, So I don't know if we'll keep up with the weekly podcast, but we should, we're going to try. Baseball is over. It's been a great season. Sam, this is the first season... Since we started dump on the um, that the Red Sox have won the World Series, so really, there's that yeah, 2015 was our first season. Huh. Yeah. <coughs> wow. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. It's probably because we started this podcast that the Red Sox won the World Series. I That's think. What I, think. I think so. <laughs> I think so. So we'll have other stuff to talk about, but. Uh, the content may start taking different forms. Um, thanks so much for listening. Again, if you listened all the way through, I appreciate it. Uh, check us out on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, SoundCloud. Tell your friends about us. We are the best goddamn sports podcast in America or Turkey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. We did talk about Rich Hill. We talked about Rich Hill next time. I like to call him Dick Mountain.